Good morning, everybody. How you doing today? You guys are looking good. I'll tell you that right now. My name's Robin O'Neill. I'm an artist. I live in uh, Los Angeles right now. I hope you guys are doing well. This is me reading stuff. I'm going to read you something. Before I do that, I'm going to talk to you. Uh, I don't know what I'm going to talk about today. I'm on... Um, I'm <laughs> I'm getting nervous. No, I'm just kidding. I'm not nervous. I, let's see. You know, I haven't reminded you guys of who I am lately. Not the whole I'm an artist song and dance. I mean the other me, the daily me. So let's do this. Let's just start listing some shit about me. Um, I'm someone who doesn't need a lot. Meaning I don't need... God, there's a lot of things. But I'm going to say this. I hate being social. It's very difficult for me. If I have more than one social event to attend, I'd say per week. It's harder for me than I could ever explain. Um, but the problem is I always seem fine, so no one ever believes me about this. Even people who've known me for years and years are like, yeah, whatever, you love it. <laughs> it really annoys me, by the way. Uh, I guess I'm a great actor or something, but trust me, it takes a whole, whole, whole lot out of me. Even have coffee with someone I love and am comfortable with, it's just it just does. It's been this way since I was born. It really has. It's genetic or something. What else about me? Not into nudity. Not mine. Not yours. I just think we're all just fine with our clothes on. I think it's way better that way in almost every single situation. So, no to nudity over here. That's what I say. I guess I'm a never nude. An almost never nude. A nearly never nude. Bordering on never nude. Okay, I'll stop. If you don't know the never nude reference, then get out of here. Um, let's see. A phrase... A phrase I've always loved is, I never get to use this phrase. It's, I got no dogs in this race. Doesn't that sound great? I want to say that. I never get to say that. I don't know, man. I got no dogs in this race. Uh, maybe I feel I always have a bunch of dogs in every single race. <laughs> and that's why I never get to use this phrase. I'd like to officially, right this second, remove all dogs from all races so that I can use that phrase. Sorry, man, I got no dogs in this race. Wait, that's not how you say it. You'd be like, um, you know, that's my opinion, and I got no dogs in this race, so you should pay attention to what I have to say. <laughs> that doesn't sound right either. Let me try one more time, and then we're moving on. Um, yeah, I got no dogs in this race. Did that sound sincere? I, uh, clearly, I don't even know how to use this phrase. Uh, let's talk about my emotional state. Today, I'm finally doing really well. It was a rough week for me, particularly yesterday. I was just a living, breathing, raw nerve, alone, drawing, raw nerve. I worked from 8 a.m. to almost 3 a.m., and I finished something pretty huge for me, so that felt really good, and I treated myself to a full seven hours of sleep, which is almost my favorite. My favorite is seven and a half hours. What is your favorite amount of sleep? Go ahead and write into the show. And today is called Robin Day, I've just decided, meaning I'm going to drink a bunch of coffee. I've already done a bunch of that. I'm going to take a really, really long walk. I'm going to read something in a park. I'm just going to sit there and read and watch the treetops and watch the people. I'm going to make one of my mom's casseroles for dinner tonight, and I'm going to eat a big salad for lunch in a minute. I will probably watch a movie of some sort tonight. I just need a little time to let my hand and arm and eyes rest, and I'm giving that to myself, which is so much harder to do than it should be. I'm wired wrong, okay? If you haven't learned that yet, I'm wired incorrectly. I always have been. That's just how it is. I'm, I'm doing all I can to rewire natural tendencies. 
For instance, overworking. For instance, obsessive thought. But that rewiring takes time. I'm 39 years old, you guys. It's not going to happen overnight. Um, anyway, I, I will say, this morning I sat here in my living room. I'm, I'm recording in my living room today, which I don't think I've ever done. Because uh, I never get to be in here. And I was enjoying it. I had magazines and books out. I was drinking coffee. I was just looking out the window on the city. And I just took it in. I took in that feeling of accomplishment, being so done with something that took a long time and a lot of work, and I felt truly good. And I hadn't felt that in a while. It's not like I'm done with life now, like it's all over and I'm, I'm fixed. There's a bunch to do. But for right now, for today, this feels nice, which is why I wanted to share that with you. Okay, um, let's read. You guys want to know what we're reading today? I I feel like I've read this before, but I believe this is what I pre-recorded when I was out of town and when the election happened. And so I think I just threw that podcast out because I gave you guys the Claudia Rankin uh, podcast the week of the election. So if I read this already, I apologize, but I don't think I have. It's Donald Revel. It's his poem called Muse. Donald Revel was born in the Bronx in the 50s. He's still alive. Um, one story I know about him when an interviewer asked him about the increasing spiritual focus in his work, Revel responded, um, hold on, I have it written down to make sure I don't F this up. What's next for me? I'm concerned with the governance of heaven, which is mostly silence. And then he kind of talked about how he lets snow rule his life now and grass or something like that. I'm not doing a good job paraphrasing that, but I loved what is next for me. I'm concerned with the governance of heaven, which is mostly silence. I'm going to be reading from the Wesleyan tradition, four four decades of American poetry, edited by Michael Collier. This book was published in 1993. I will put a link in the description of the podcast so you'll know where to get it for yourselves. The reason I know this poem, by the way, before I start reading is I had one sentence or one phrase from it written in one of my composition notebooks that I use as my sketchbooks. And I didn't know where it came from. I don't know where I read this because I didn't have this book yet. It's so weird. And I finally figured out what it was. I mean, I must have written this down in 2004 or something. So anyway, here we go. Muse by Donald Revel. You are somewhere very close to the porch. The evening makes crazy sounds, but makes sense. The unpackaged, greeny neighborhood settles into true night, far from the expressway and farther from the calligrams of the downtown. The visits to the paintings failed me. The new music faded underground with the last trains, with stripped hours and many lovers. I did not imagine a stronger life, listening for your step on the porch step, imagining your dress a size too large, billowing the obscene print of summer. Anything composed is an obscenity. A painter's flocks and vertical brush strokes. A dressmaker's parody of stupid earth. A radio's jazz clawed by cats. A stronger life exists, but is no one's friend. She lives in the crook of the expressway in a high building. She tucks her hair behind her ears and carries a clearer drink to the window. No one ever paints her portrait. Her name is ugly and can't be put to music. And at her neck and ankles, a long dress blackens calligrams I read with my fingers. The truth of those black messages is cold. 
The imagination has no power over life. And between inspirations that are lovers and inspirations that are a kind of machinery, repainted every year, but irreparable, the only thing actual at day's end is night's uncomposed, leafy tunelessness. I will not open the door when you arrive. I will not call my lost loves to wish them well. In my house, in darkness, behind the porch, I pound the walls and make an animal noise as the neighborhood rises and runs en masse onto the expressway to be destroyed or dragged downtown to touch the calligrams and feel nothing that is green, made, or harmonious. It is loveless time, the neck and ankles of time. I need more loneliness than alone is. The deep, uninspired dark of America, where sexy lawns, the flocks, the print dresses, and hymn stanzas like tiny, circular railroads ask for no response and no love, but a clear drink in the solitary evening, when no muse visits, when crazy animal sounds make sense, and I read the truth with my hands. you guys wow i want to thank you guys for tuning in my i can barely breathe um if you just can't get enough of me come check me out on instagram and twitter i'm at robin o'neill that's r-o-b-y-n underscore o-n-e-i-l thank you to all of you for writing reviews i received a big corsage of five-star reviews in the last week from various folks and it really made me feel good so thank you for taking the time it means a lot to me in closing, let's see, don't get naked around me. Wear clothes. It's a good thing to do. It's a nice thing to do. Be patient with me. I need a lot more space than most people. I mean, wow, to quote this again, I need more loneliness than alone is. Um, what else? Be a lover. Be a wolf. I don't know what that means. I just said it. Those two words came into my head. Be calm. Get rest. Get even more rest. Eat some french fries, eat some french bread, drink water, rest some more, work some more, massage your hands, massage my hands, work a little bit more, then calm down, then rest again. Remember, everyone is doing their best, as, as depressing as that is. Forgive, walk, write, keep dying, keep writing it down. I'm Robin O'Neill, and I'll see you guys next time. Thanks again for everything. I love you guys. <laughs>